The account of the Passion that we've just heard is taken from Mark's Gospel. And Mark gives, in a sense, the the most unvarnished account, just the bare bones, no commentary in what he describes. And yet the meaning of what he describes is clear, nonetheless. He records in particular the very dramatic words we heard the Lord Jesus speak from the cross. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? That the man who had predicted his death, the man who had three times calmly predicted his death, the man who had said that his death would be a ransom for many, the man who, as we'd heard in that text, when the woman anointed him, said that this anointing was to be for his burial, the same man who had claims to be not just a man, but to be God. This man, when he was about to die, this man uttered what might seem like words of despair. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? It's possible to hear those words and think that the Lord did despair on the cross but it isn't so it's true that he did feel the depth of our weakness that on the cross he allowed himself to take upon himself not merely the entire totality of of human suffering physically but emotionally too he allowed all the weight of our, our grief and angst and darkness to come upon him as he cried out, My God, why have you forsaken me? But if we want to understand what those words mean, then we need to hear them the way a first century Jew would have heard them. And we need to imagine them being uttered the way a first century Jew would have uttered them. Because it was the practice of the Jews to recite the first phrase of a psalm when they referred to the whole psalm. In the same way that you and I today as Catholics, we might refer to an Our Father or a Hail Mary, meaning not just those two words, but the, the whole prayer that is indicated by saying that. And the thing is this, that When the Lord Jesus said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Those were the first words of a psalm. The first words of the psalm that we therefore said together as our um, responsorial psalm. And this is what the Lord Jesus would have been referring to when he uttered those words. And he would have seen at his feet, there before him as he hung on the cross, being lived out all kinds of things that had been prophesied in this psalm. So the psalm said, they divide my clothing among them, they cast lots for my robe. As the Lord Jesus saw the Roman soldiers do just that at his feet. The psalm said, 
All who see me jeer at me. As he heard the soldiers and the chief priests and even the thief on his left jeer at him as he hung there. The psalm even says that they would mock him for his trust in God. He relied on the Lord. Let the Lord save him if he is his friend. And this, as we heard St. Mark recount, is exactly what the crowds did. But the key point is this, that the psalm doesn't end there. The psalm in its totality, though it starts in the midst of darkness and suffering, the psalm goes on to place its trust in God. The psalm goes on to even praise God in the midst of suffering. In you our fathers put their trust, they trusted and you rescued them. And I shall proclaim your name to my brethren, praise you in the full assembly. So what does the Lord quoting this psalm mean? Well, on one hand, it is expressing his feeling, the darkness that has overwhelmed him on the cross, the darkness we can know in our lives. But even more, it's a prayer of trust that he will be rescued from this. That these words of the Lord are his his final interpretive words on all that is happening to him, all that he has allowed to happen to him. That he said this would happen. It was horrible to endure. But it had a purpose. To be, as he said, a ransom for many. And these final words declare that he knows what he is about. He knows what his father is about. He is suffering. He is dying. But this will not be the end.